Hey Internet, not JB here, encouraging you to pre-order. Help us help you. Is there a title you're looking forward to? Is there something, is there some gooch coming that you just gotta have? Tell us about it. We want to know. doesn't matter if it's a week before or four weeks before. We got you. Let us know. Pre-order on our website, darksiderecords.com, on our mobile app, or come in the store and let us know, and we will have it for you on street date. We want to know. Do you like live music? Do you like free stuff? I know you do. Come on over to Darkside Records. We host regular free live events pretty much weekly going on here. Whether you like live music, whether you like knitting, whether you like coloring, whether you just want to shop vinyl while some band plays annoying punk rock in your ear while you're in the store, we got all that for you. Uh, we have a complete calendar of upcoming events that's on our website, darksiderecords.com. Specifically in October, we have a whole bunch of things coming up. We're doing an event where we're doing a benefit for Burton Snowboard's Chill Foundation. That is an uh, organization that helps empower kids through board sports, and we're giving away a free snowboard. Well, it's a raffle, but, you know, you're basically getting a pretty sweet deal on a snowboard. We also got a bunch of album release parties. We have live music. We have so many good things coming up. Go check our website, darksiderecords.com. Come hang out. Maybe learn something. Just have some fun in the store. And support independent and local bands. And, you know, your favorite independent and local record store. Wink. Hey, Internet. You or someone you know have some records, CDs, movies, cassettes, T-shirts that you're not using anymore? We want to buy them. We pay cash or you can get more in-store credit, but we want your used. Let's keep the used twos list rolling and get them in the doors. Whether they're yours, your mother-in-law's, a long-distant cousin you talk to at Thanksgiving, let's do it. Tell them to check us out. We'll roll to you. Cash paid. Get laid. Space made. <laughs> Yours is better. Yours is better. For more details, <laughs> give us a call or go ahead to our website, darksiderecords.com slash used. This is the Dark Side Records and Gallery Podcast. It just occurred to me right now that if, for some reason, Kirsten Dunst and Fred Durst got married, mm. she would be Kirsten Durst. Mm-hmm. We should make this happen. He's been in the headlines a lot this week, so... He has? He's, he's having his resurgence right now. <laughs> but why? Where uh, did it come from? Uh, just getting kicked in the back, gently, by but a clown. He miss. <laughs> That's why I said gently. It was like the lightest of love taps. It really seemed like he didn't know it was him, though. What do you mean? Like, if you watch the video, Fred Durst doesn't appear to recognize that it's Shaggy 2-Dope. Correct. I think that is correct. So, I wish he did realize it, because the reaction could have been so much better. <laughs> yeah, I think he just, like, he didn't see what ha- Like, it all happened behind him, so yeah. I don't think he saw anything. I think he just assumed it was some schmo. Who, like, tried to tap him, and then... Well... <laughs> <laughs> Look, he's just happy to be performing. No hate at all. It's just one of those days. Sometimes you don't want to wake up, put on a little makeup. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to. I don't... <laughs> all right. 
Hey everyone, welcome to the Dark Side Records podcast. This, of course, is a podcast about uh, music, the music industry, vinyl records, dick jokes. Straight to dick jokes. Okay. Uh, Let's be real. I mean, you're not wrong. I'm actually impressed we've made it thus far mm-hmm. in the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is pretty good. Uh, we are here today. Oh, Mike, it has been so goddamn long since we did. When was podcast. the last time we did this? Um, great question. <laughs> let me let me pull. I was say pre-summer. I'm going to pull up the old podcast list here, and uh, I'll tell you. Like it, it might have been May. I want to say it was for an event. Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. The last one we did. No, you're not going to be happy about this. Uh, Live from Record Store Day. Okay, so I was not far enough back. Yeah, wow. So we haven't actually recorded, sat down and recorded since March. May 10th. We recorded in May? That's what it says. But oh, Record I guess, Store Day happened before that. Let's assume it was. I think uh, the listeners have left. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, listeners, thanks for being here with us once again. Uh, it's, it's been a while. I hate when you go on our mobile app, mm-hmm. download our mobile app, Dark Side Records, on the Google Play Store or App Store. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you go on the pancake menu on the left there and navigate to podcast. Wait, wait, wait. We have pancakes? That's what I was turn- told was the technical term for this, actually. This sounds delicious. Those little three little lines that you tap to see the, the menu. That's what that's called? That's yeah. the industry lingo? That's what JB called it. He called it the pancake menu. <laughs> Don't. There's only one JB here. He's technically a JB. It, when you say it like that. JB. JB without the H. Uh, so if you click on podcast. Yeah, I'm clicking it. It's mm-hmm. fucking horrible, the first thing that pops up. Oh, is it just side boob? It's just me. Yeah. Yeah. God, yeah. let's change that, please. Oh, I got to set the width on that image so it uh, shrinks down so you can see can you me minimize and side who boob? are. Yeah. <laughs> I got Photoshop. I can make that happen. <laughs> last, yeah. No, I didn't tell you this one. Last <laughs> night when I was putting Charlotte to bed, after she made her joke of, Dad, why can't I have two butts? <laughs> it's just, we're all laughing, and mm-hmm. then she's like trying to keep the joke going. I really think she could be a good comedian someday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She goes, I'm going to eat your boobs. <laughs> That's the weirdest insult <laughs> you can ever say to someone. It was so hard. Like, I'm trying not to encourage the use of, like, you know, reinforcing that boobs right. is a funny word. Right. Which is three. Right. But, uh, God damn, it was funny. <sighs> that That is parenting right there. Parenting is, like, A, uh, pretending to be mad when you don't really want to be mad. And also trying really hard not to laugh at the crazy nonsensical shit that kids say all the time. Yeah. Oh man, I'm going to be like, a terrible parent. She knows that if she needs a laugh, she just can default to penis, right, or butts, or yeah, boobs, or right. poop, right. <laughs> God. She, she knows her audience. She knows her material. Mm-hmm. She's, she's working on her tight five right now. She's, we're not. Uh, we're not too different. This is only thirty some years of difference, but. <laughs> Sense of humor, pretty much the same. Same punchlines. Yeah. Throughout. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> what were we talking about? I don't even know. You. Uh, we you went did, for the tangent here. Yeah. You went. You did decide. You said, "Hang on." Before. Oh, we were talking about your side boob and the podcast yeah. tab. Yeah. Oh, I'm wearing the same shirt. Hey, look at that. Yeah. It's. Hey. That's how I knew it was podcast day. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so download our app. Uh, download our app. Take a look at Justin's side boob. Let Ugh. us know what you think about the side boob. Mm, please don't, actually. I will, <laughs> I will point out on the uh, 
I, I guess let me look at the the mobile site here. Let me look at the website version of your side boob and see if it scales it's, appropriately. Now the website the the mobile nav version of our website is really hard to use. Is it basically just the app, but not functional? Oh, perfect. So oh, like, here we go. Try to click on this search bar. Should mm-hmm. we? Should we were telling everybody this? That's it's fine. It's fine. We're working on it. Maybe. Look, see, when I go to the podcast section on our mobile site on my phone, okay, it's got all three of us, not just your side boob. Ugh. <laughs> Who stopped saying side boob? Nope. Also, I can't even get there. It's not in the. It's not in the pancake. It's not in the pancake. It's in the drop down that says menu in the center. We have two navigations on our website for some reason. It's fine. Oh, I see. Honestly, I usually just use the app. I don't. Yeah. Uh, I don't ever go to our site on just the browser. Well, listeners, now you know. App better. App gooder. Site less side boob. <laughs> Which really, to me, is both pointing in the direction of the app. Choose no. Yeah. Choose site is what he said. <laughs> Depends on how much side boob you want in your life. Ugh. That's really what it is. You eat them all. <laughs> so we're here today. <laughs> we're here today. Uh, after being away for a while, uh, we got a couple things that we uh, that we need to have a talk about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one your of them. Grades. <laughs> your father and I are very disappointed. You met my father last week. Actually, we didn't speak. What the shit, man? I don't know. He's very personable. I'm not. He's basically like me, but older and balder. I mean, we could point him out right away. Even Aaron's dad was like, we were sitting there before the ceremony. Aaron's dad was like, is that his father? And I was like, yep. Yeah. Yep. I know. It, uh, as I tell Jenny, uh, it's like looking into the future. Somehow your head is going to need to compress, though, because his head is rounder. I assume that comes with age. You know, yeah, like your like, body shrinks. Right. You your, your whole thing is going to go. Yeah. Just, it's going to go up to the ears <laughs> instead of down to the chin. Yeah. Like, you everybody gets shorter, you know, and I assume your bones mm-hmm. shrink, and et cetera. Yeah. So, yeah. JB got married l- last weekend? Two weekends ago now. That's right. That's right. Uh, had a wedding. I now have a wife. <laughs> Found her at the wedding. <laughs> Convenient. Mm-hmm. Did not uh, get a dowry. Or barf. Did not barf. I definitely did not. Um, I think, actually... Uh, I was. The, I feel like I was uh, at points the most sober person at my wedding, which was very strange. Mm, try me. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, I guess that's not true. I do have a cousin who is sober, so mm-hmm. he, he's definitely the most sober. I also my children were there, so <laughs> you raise a fair point. <laughs> I don't know. They we're dipping into the caca juice. They, exactly. They could have been hopped up on some kind of sugary substance that I was unaware of. They were so. snorting bubbles. Exactly. But I had a great time. Uh, I had a lot of fun. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And now I'm married. Now there's a Mrs. Brian. Ugh, I hate that sentence so much. <laughs> so much. Genuinely, uh, like. Genuine. Uh, <laughs> so when I saw uh, Young Philip, uh, drummer of Dead Empires, uh, shamelessplugdeadempires.com, uh, when I saw him. You mean other- drummer of the Radigan Brothers? <laughs> it's now RVNX. Oh. Never, never mind. Forget I said it. Okay. Uh, so Stenographer, I s- strike that from the record. <laughs> I saw him for the first time after the wedding the other day, and he comes over. He goes, hello, Mrs. Brian. And I <laughs> genuinely just wanted to punch him in the face. I was like, never fucking say that ever again. That, ever again. I don't think that was the idea. Uh, agreed. Uh, but fun things you learn uh, when you uh, get married. Uh, so we sat down 
uh, to get our marriage certificate uh, at the Beacon Courthouse or whatever. Had a lovely time. Uh, sat down with a very nice person who helped us fill out the form, etc. Uh, legally, you know, when you, so they give you the certificate and, and you both sign or whatever, I guess giving me uh, ownership of Jenny. Correct. Um, but so when they fill out the form, what you do is uh, apparently – someone can correct me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong here, uh, internet. Um, you can put down whatever you want on the form as far as changing your name, but you never actually have to use it if you don't want to. It just like legally like gives the state – it lets the state give you permission to change your name should you want to. But so she put down uh, on the form she is, I guess technically, Jenny Bryan now. But the lady – JB! Like, <laughs> My wife! <laughs> but she's like, yeah, you can be Jenny Zuko or Jennifer Zukowski for as long as you want. You literally never have to use it or you can use it when you want. Or if you want to change it, whatever, it doesn't really matter. I was like, okay, that's good to know. So she's still technically Jennifer Zukowski. That doesn't for, make sense to for me. For legal purposes. But but she wrote down Jennifer Bryan? She wrote down Jennifer Bryan. So whenever she wants to, she could switch over to Jennifer Bryan. Okay. And if she doesn't want to, she could just be Jennifer Zukowski hmm. for the remainder of time. Because, like, don't you have to go to Social Security administration to actually change your name i'm not a doctor i uh, think i think you do sure i know you do when you get divorced and you have to go get it changed back because mm. i waited in that line with Aaron. Okay. <laughs> good to know okay also other fun facts uh-huh. about divorce okay um aaron Weird had segue. to sorry no it's fine <laughs> aaron literally she had to get permission from him mm-hmm. to be allowed to change her name back yes like yes had to get legal written permission and had to bring like you know divorce decrees to the social security administration it just was so strange to think that the man has to release you in that way dude that's exactly how i felt when i was filling out the form you know and they and they you know make i don't know if they make quote unquote that's maybe a strong word but you know they have me sign first and then right. have her sign second and i was like man this is some sexist ass bullshit yeah it was like that when buying a house too like they they purposely put me first on mm-hmm. the, the mm-hmm. mortgage Mm-hmm. And all the papers we signed. So uh, yeah, so when we're filling out the form, you know, it gets to the bottom, and you know, John Bryan and she writes Jenny Bryan, and she signs her signature, pretty much the same. Because I was like, it's, you know, she was like, how should I sign it? And I was like, Jenny, you, it's just a squiggle. Yeah. Nobody can read it anyway. Technically, you could just say it's whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. And then I did mine, which is you know a, a big old whatever the fuck it is, presidential style. You mean exactly? I go big, mm-hmm. bigly, mm-hmm. and uh, and the lady she looks at it and she goes. Wow, that's big. And then I look right at her, and then I slowly kind of turn to look at Jenny, and she looks at me, and she goes, don't say it. Don't you fucking say it. And I look right at the lady, and I go, that's what she said. <laughs> and that's pretty much the bar where we're keeping our uh, our marriage. Mm-hmm. That's the level of maturity that I think we're at. That's healthy, I think. Yeah, it's like she's 14. <laughs> <laughs> we're not in Alabama, okay? Slow down. <laughs> Easy. It's, this is, we're talking about Mississippi style here. Not okay. Alabama. Respect for Alabama. Roll Tide. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so anyway, so the reason that we are here today, uh, make it even weirder that the last episode we actually recorded was for Record Store Day. Uh, the reason we're here today, a special thing, as of the time of the recording of this podcast, has been publicly released. Boom. And that is, of course, the Black Friday list. We need some big music right there. Just like... <laughs> Like Phantom of the Opera music? No, I was you know like more uh, like Metallica Four Horsemen style. Okay. Like, 
Okay. I can put something in. Yeah. And how was that? Good. Okay, Great. perfect. So Black Friday is, of course, coming up. Wow. Really fucking fast. Really quick. We're getting there. Yeah, it is. Uh, Fourth quarter, baby. We're in it to win it. Uh, Black Friday, of course, for anyone who uh, maybe has been in a coma for the last 25 years, um, is the day after Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Uh, This year, it falls on November 25th. Nope. Okay. 21st. Nope. I'm just making up dates. (laughs) Good. (laughs) What's the actual date? November 23rd. Uh, Right in the middle. I was Mm -hmm. so close. You were not. Okay, uh, so the 23rd of November is Black Friday uh, here at Darkside Records and at independent record stores across the country. Oh, wait, I'm wrong. Who? <laughs> fuck. Oh, wait, wait. I was in December. Never mind. I was right. All right, 23rd. Okay, okay. We're still good. Uh, so across the country and around the world, independent record stores uh, take this day to celebrate. Actually, I think this one is uniquely American. Is it? Yeah, like. Record Store Day, the April one, hmm. that's international. Hmm. I don't think Black Friday is really a thing outside of the U.S. Is Black Friday the thing that we're celebrating at independent record stores, celebrated at independent record stores around the world? Not that I know of, but I could be wrong about that. But I'm I'm reasonably – I'm going to go with like 90% certain that Black Friday is a uniquely United States hmm. thing. Hmm. And so most record stores internationally only have the Record Store Day proper. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. I'm not sure if that applies to Canada, but I'm you know I'm thinking like UK, France, Netherlands, Japan. So uh, so they don't have access to these titles. These are U.S. Yeah, these are U.S. titles. Suck it, rest of the world. That's right. Uh, so uh, in here in the good old U.S. of A, we're assuming maybe the continent of North America. Maybe Canada. I'm not sure. Right. Somewhere on the continent. I have a computer. I could Google this. Okay. Uh, is, of course, another day where we uh, celebrate independent record stores and everything we love about them. Uh, by that, I mean us, which is a weird way to phrase it. Um, same as Record Store Day that happens in April, uh, there are exclusive titles being released by a number of labels and artists that are uh, going to be exclusively for sale at indie stores. Uh, and we just wanted to talk about that. And talk about the list, which is now out there and in the world. It is happening in Canada. I can tell you that much. Okay. Not that this is relevant to us, really, but I'm curious. No, it's, I, it's good information, truthfully. It doesn't seem like it's a UK thing, so hmm. it might just be US and Canada. Interesting. I assumed it was worldwide, even if just like you know, for places that don't celebrate Black Friday the way we do yeah. outside of indie stores. I assumed that they were still part of it, and it was just a thing for it. You know. I think like Record Store the UK and stuff are run slightly differently than they are here. Mm. But, I mean, generally for at least in April, it does happen on the same day. Right. But there are different lists and that sort of thing. But oh, right. It appears that the Black Friday edition is only U.S. and Canada. Interesting. See? I learned something. Learning. Mm-hmm. After only having done it for the last six years. I never asked this question. Yeah. You're welcome, Canada. <laughs> You're welcome, listeners. Uh, so the list is out. Uh, it was dropped as of the morning of October 9th. That's a Tuesday, which is also here at Darkside Records. Used Tuesday, where used we had all our for use. way to steal our thunder, Record Store Day. Well, it's, you know, I think they dropped it a little later in the day, so it's okay. It's like we, we're in the morning, and then you get your gooch on, <laughs> and then you need another, you need another hit oh, there right to the main vein. That's right. We're, we are recording this podcast uh, the night before. 
So this is the eve of. So for all we know, things could have changed. Uh, we might all be dead in some sort of, uh, let's say, zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Um, or Sharknado. Or some sort of Sharknado. Or the list could just be out. Yep. Any one of those three. Uh, but so we just wanted to talk about Black Friday. That's coming up here. Things we have planned. And, of course, talk about some of the titles in a little bit of detail. You know, let you guys, the listeners, just get a little more information so you can get excited about some of the stuff that will be out. And if you're listening to this and you have questions, tell us. We want to know. Hell yeah. And what you're excited about. There's actually this is a cool thing Record Store Day has done uh, starting this past April with Record Store Day proper and now this year. They're releasing the list before final order numbers are due. Hmm. So, like, there's a small window between now and basically the end of the week when all these orders are due. So, you see that shit, you tell us. That way, we know, like, say you're looking really forward to the, let's say, David Axelrod piece. Well, maybe I didn't order... 15 copies of that. Maybe I ordered 10, but I need 15. The only way for me to know that is for you to tell me. That's right. So leave a comment. Let us know. I guess actually this is maybe a good time just to talk about the rules of Black Friday really quick, which are basically the same as the rules for Records for a Day. Yeah. Uh, Tell us what you're interested in. Tell us what you like. But we should point out there are no pre-orders. No pre-orders. No phone orders. No holds. That's right. So it is all day of. You show up here. We open at... 9 a.m.? Or do we usually do 10? I think we always do 9 because it's, it's cold in November and we want to get people in the door and True. feeling True. Uh, their, their extremities again. Yeah. Uh, so no holds, no pre-orders. You just come. There will be a line uh, as it was last year and the years before. Uh, people line up outside. They camp out. It's actually uh, – Kind of a pretty sweet party yeah. this past record store day. I'm always a little jealous that I'm not a part of it. You I know. know. Like, we're here <laughs> slaving away, getting ready for it, and then everybody's like, yeah, we're just hanging out, we're having a good time. Exactly. People bring grills and... Yeah, they're, he's making burgers outside last time. Yeah, I had a hot dog before I left in <laughs> April. <laughs> I'm trying to think of uh, rules that... Uh, That's pretty much it. Don't be a dick. <laughs> uh, which, generally speaking... Very few dicks. We don't. We yes. Don't, we don't have a lot of uh, trouble. I think. I'd like to think maybe that's just because of the way we do it. Everything's first come, first serve. Mm-hmm. No multiples, no holds. Mm-hmm. Just shenanigan free. Mm-hmm. You come up. Uh, it's one item per person. No, not one, one item per person. One piece. One of- title per person. There you go. No, that doesn't make sense either. One copy per title. Per person. So if you want to buy one of everything that we have, that's fine. <laughs> I want someone to do that. Sketchy. Oh, I would shit. find that sketchy, to be honest. Like, you, you're buying one of everything. A, that gamble's not going to work out for you, really. <laughs> and B, I won't trust you. I want somebody to come up with the uh, with the menu. We provide a menu ahead of time of mm-hmm. everything that's out that you can check off. I want someone with everything checked off and they just put it out. I'll take this, please. <laughs> that would be great. Oh, God. Looking, yeah. at, looking at you, Feldman. Don't <laughs> don't be a dick. Have fun. Yeah. And uh, we're not going to hold anything for you or take a pre-order. Mm-hmm. So it's about dedication and community and having fun with the other people in line, having a chat, you know, talking tunes, talking whatever. That's right. And it will be cold, so if you're staying outside, wear something warm. 
Uh, be prepped. Don't get you know. Don't show up in a t-shirt. Don't be that guy. No, no. nobody likes that guy. Also, I should say, hanging out in your car and expecting somebody to save you a place in line—that's not really cool either. Yeah, you gotta. You know, we're not gonna be here to police this, but <laughs> we do have to hear about it in the morning from uh, the dedicated. And uh, just if you're gonna do it, do it. And uh, who knows? Maybe we'll try to look into somehow, some way to provide some heat or mm-hmm. something. I don't know what we're going to do. But. Yeah. Well, well, we are definitely going to have some kind of food there in the morning. We'll definitely have some kind of breakfast and coffee uh, for you guys to enjoy while you're here. Uh, we'll probably have some kind of food trucks and stuff. All those details will be coming uh, as soon as we have them locked in, you can check our Facebook or our website, darksiderecords.com. As soon as we have those details, we'll post them, and uh, there's going to be some there's going to be some gooch. We'll have fun. Yeah. Man, I think uh, the last podcast we recorded, we didn't even have the word gooch in our vernacular yet. No, I mean, it was there, but you weren't trying to take it back yet. We, <laughs> we weren't as gooch committed as we are now. <laughs> the gooch committee hadn't formed. That's right. So, um... So let's talk about uh, a couple of titles that are coming out. Sure. Um, as uh, uh, as you're listening to this, I suppose the list is live and will be on our website. So head on over to darksiderecords.com. You can see the full thing. Uh, and we should point out that we do try to order just about everything on the list. Yeah, it's, there's very rarely something that we just straight up won't order. Um, and so, it, you know, we're looking for everything and... Without without boasting, uh, we have probably the best record store day selection around for a large number of miles. So, if you're thinking record store day, think you want to have a good time, give us a shot. Mm-hmm. So, you want to start? Sure, I'll start. All right. So, this is just some highlights of some of the stuff, uh, things that we're personally excited about, things that we think you're going to be excited about. I'm going to start in the Upside Down. Oh. Another... Stranger Things piece coming out for Black Friday. Uh, it is Stranger Things Halloween Sounds from the Upside Down. It is more music from Kyle Dixon and Michael Sign, a.k.a. Survive. It is a double pick disc vinyl edition. Ooh. Limited edition. Uh, I assume it is just sound effects of spooky things like squishy footsteps and... Um, uh, the sound of Barb dying. Demo- <laughs> Demogorgons breathing heavily in your ear. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's actually what it is. The description here says, This album harkens back to a magical time when spooky sounds would accompany your Halloween parties. And this uber-collectible, that is their quote, not mine, their uber-collectible Stranger Things picture disc is the first vinyl picture disc to be released from any of the TV series soundtracks. So if you have been collecting the Stranger Things stuff, here's your first one on a pick disc from the good folks at Lakeshore Records. Only pressing 2,000 copies of that, too, so yeah. not that many. Yeah. Mm, I'm going to take it, uh, I'm going to take it to start with a crowd pleaser, I mm. think. And that is Dio, Holy <laughs> Diver Live. Uh, with the B-side of Electra, So this is a 12-inch single, and it is die-cut. So it's actually the Dio logo in a die-cut 12-inch, not a 7-inch. So it's 12-inch size Sweet. of the Dio logo. And it's uh, they're only pressing 3,500 copies. I think this was going to be big. And uh, the A-side, the Holy Diver, was from Live at Donington in 83. 
Ooh, so this is like peak primo. Yeah. Primo. This is premium gooch. <laughs> hashtag. Somebody use that hashtag, premium gooch. <laughs> uh, another one I'm excited about is uh, from the band Nothing, a great band who I really like, who put out a great new album this year. Uh, they are putting out uh, what I guess is actually going to be another pick disc, but it will be a, I guess, a single. It is three songs, Blue Line Baby, Dirty White Glove, and Spell are the three tracks. 1,400 copies worldwide, and it has a never-before-released track. And like I said, it's a pick disc with the Nothing logo. And uh, just if you are fans of kind of this whole uh, you know grunge rock throwback that is happening, you'll dig it. I'm going to go – I think I'm sticking with Crowd Please to start here. So <laughs> this one's pretty fucking cool because original copies of this record are expensive. Like we had one – we had one maybe about a year, year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. That I, went, I think went for like 200 bucks, maybe more. And that is Bob Marley and the Whalers Catch a Fire in the Zippo jacket. Ooh, cool. So if you've never seen this before, it's like a die-cut jacket – that has a little like rivet on the side. You can actually open the top, and it looks like a Zippo lighter, and then you take the record out. And, be- of course, it's Bob Marley, so it's pressed on smoke-clear vinyl. Cool, cool. Uh, another one that's coming out that I'm excited for is uh, Anthrax. Mm-hmm. Kings Among Scotland. It's the first time on vinyl. It's a three. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I can't do it. Uh, it's the first time on vinyl. It's a three vinyl, blue, red, purple, and a triple gateful tour book. It's like some strange combination of Australian surfer <laughs> and like horrible SNL caricature of Mike Myers. That's pretty accurate. It's them. You keep trying this it's, accent. <laughs> it's them live in Scotland in 2018. Ugh. I can only do one accent. If you like metal and like Anthrax, the band. <laughs> Specifically the band. <laughs> this one's for you. Uh, I'm going to go with the Dirty Spur Dirty. Ooh. Pick of the, pick of the, not the week. But Podcast? The pick of the pod. Oh. Uh, that is Fish, yep. Slip, Stitch, and Pass. Mm-hmm. So this was supposed to come out on Record Store Day and it got bumped, but here it is. So it's Fish's second official live album, originally released in 97. Uh, I think it was recorded in Germany, if I remember correctly. The Storm Thorgerson of Hypnosis, who did you know all the Pink Floyd art and so many other cool, iconic album covers, they did the cover. And this one is going to be a 2LP, and it's pressed on blue and purple splatter vinyl, and it's foil number stamped as well. Cool. First time on vinyl. Cool. I didn't realize that one was slated to come out before. Yeah, it got. I, it was either maybe last Black Friday or this past record story. It got bumped for a while now. Interesting. Cool. Uh, another one I'm excited for, A Perfect Circle. So long. Thanks for all the fish. So long, fuckers. <laughs> I made her talks with uh, Brooklyn accent. It's not how I picture him in my mind. I don't. I think it's actually true. okay. Uh, this is a new track from A Perfect Circle. It is going to be on a limited edition seven inch, only out on this Black Friday. Uh, it is inspired by the Douglas Adams classic tale of the same name, and the B side is a cover of uh, ACDC's "Doggy Doug." Hmm. 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 
Hmm. Uh, I think this one pairs well with that one. Okay. And that is, I'm excited for this one too. Rage Against the Machine. Yes. Live and Rare. Yes. So this, apparently, I didn't know this, was only ever released in Japan hmm. in 97. And it's uh, it's live and demo tracks. So this is going to be the first time on vinyl in the U.S. Or maybe it's first time on vinyl ever. Maybe it was only released on CD. I'm not 100% sure of that. But it's supposed to have incredible versions of Take the Power Back, Bomb Track. They do NWA's Fuck the Police, Public Enemy, Black Steel, and The Hour of Chaos with Chuck D on vocals. Cool. So that's going to be a big one. Yeah. And, and it has tracks from their original demo tape, like pre-success. Cool. Uh, another one, uh, this is going to be my first uh, Jerkin' Gherkin pick of the week. Uh, Aesop Ferg. Aesop Ferg is putting out a 12-inch of B-Sides. Uh, it's going to be on 150-gram vinyl, and it features the double platinum single Plain Jane. Plain Jane. And remixes featuring Nicki Minaj and two additional tracks, Verified and Not the Boy. So some unreleased tracks from Aesop Ferg. Girk, you can tell me if you actually feel that way about that pick. <laughs> Since you're not here, I can speak for you. That's right. Um, I'm going with this one because it's not a record. Mm. Which I, I've been saying that we need to be more inclusive in the community here. Mm-hmm. And there are plenty of people who are CD people. And so there should be more cool fucking CD releases. And so we have one this time around. It's the Rolling Stones Beggar's Banquet on a 2 SACD edition, so Ooh, Super Audio CD. Cool. Um, so it's taken from the vinyl edition and resized in a seven-inch package. It's got the two SACDs, a flexi disc uh, with a Mick Jagger phone interview from '68. That's weird, and it has like these replica uh, Japanese flexi single sleeve covers in it. It's a pretty cool fucking piece. So. For you CD collectors out there, it's not all about the vinyl. And on another podcast, we're going to talk more about the CD because there's been a lot of CD news over the summer. Indeed. Uh, another one coming out uh, is from Bauhaus. It's called Press the Eject and Give Me the Tape. I assume that's how Bauhaus talks. Uh, sorry, Peter Murphy. Um it is going to be on white vinyl. It is the first time ever pressed on vinyl in the U.S. Uh, it is mastered from HD audio files transferred from the original tapes. It's a live album from 1982, compiled from shows across the U.K. in 81-82. So the other one was Peak Dio. This is Peak Bauhaus right mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it includes a cover of John Cale's Rosengarten Funeral of Sores. <laughs> 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 a particularly spooky run through of Hollow Hills. And, of course, uh, the punk rock fuzz out of the song, Duck Entries. And, of course, Bella Lugosi's dead. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, the hits. That's for the, our, our goth listeners right there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it in the neighborhood. Okay. And say, this is probably on my list. It's the only album from this band I would buy. I'm going to be that guy right now. Okay. Um uh, Stone Sour. Ooh. Stone Sour. So the first record on vinyl, I believe for the first time, uh, that was the one that had Bother and Orchid in those songs on it. Mm-hmm. Super, like, goth sad boy for <laughs> the early 2000s. And 
I dig that record, so I'm going to buy it. And it also includes a CD with 12 tracks from Live at the House of Brick in 2002. I don't know what the House of Brick is, but it's a brick house. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Okay. Uh, another one coming out. This one might be the snook pick of the, uh, of the pod. Uh, Blue Oyster Cults, Some Enchanted Evening, The Legacy Edition. <clears throat> this one is going to be a 2LP and has never been before released on vinyl. It's got extra tracks. It's their second live album. Uh, and the packaging is going to include an Obi strip mm. with the Black Friday logo, uh, a cardboard gatefold jacket with two pockets, inner sleeves, and it's going to be on translucent blue vinyl. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, mm, ooh, voice is cracking. <laughs> Another crowd pleaser, I'd say. Sublime. Greatest hits on yellow vinyl plus a flexi disc. Cool. So uh, I thought part of the interesting thing about this is talking about cool covers and cool packaging. Mm-hmm. The Sublime release is going to be in a matchbook style jacket. So it's it's going to oh, cool. open like a like a pack of matches, which I thought was pretty fucking cool. <laughs> I don't know what's on the flexi, but it's a flexi. That's cool. Sure. That's one thing that I uh, like. Wish there was still more of is people doing really creative jackets like that, like record labels. I think it's going to come back around, honestly. Like, there's such a the industry is such as this niche point where it's only growing, and like so, the making vinyl conference just happened in Detroit last weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, they every year they have packaging awards, and like they hand out awards for best packaging, and sure. it's like this whole industry thing. And I think is going to keep keep the creative juices. Uh, jizzing out on all of us. <laughs> I hope so. Minus the phrasing. Nope. Phrasing has to stay. Okay. Is it me or you? It's all of us. It's the it's the community. We're all just on our knees waiting. I would just <laughs> meant who's going to talk next about a title. Oh. That's fine. Ne- never mind. <laughs> I mean, um, tissue? Okay. Uh, so uh, my next one, I'm clearly, I'm just, uh, my list here is alphabetical. I'm just going. So I'm in the Bs still. Uh, this one is uh, the Jenny Zuko pick. Mm. Or Jenny Bryan? Jenny Bryan. No, I don't like the sound of that at all. It's Jenny fucking weirdo. What? It's like Brian and Zuko. Wouldn't that be Zion? No. Okay. Is Buko. Mm, that's worse. Oh. Brukowski. No, nah. that's it's all bad. Zion's the best title. Of I was thinking like Charles Bukowski. If I have a kid, I'll name him Charles Brukowski. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just making up names anyway. Yeah. Uh, the first Zuko pick here is The Breeders, the Safari EP. Uh, this one is going to be out on a 12-inch. It's going to be a faithful repress of the 12-inch version of their Safari EP, complete with Shinro Otaki's 1983 charcoal drawing, Nairobi the Eighth, or V-I-I-I, adorning its cover. Uh, it was originally released in April 1992, and it was their first record to feature Kim Deal's twin, Kelly. Hmm. That's cool. I didn't know she had a twin. That's who the breeders are. Is the is the two uh, deals? I did not know that. See, now I'm learning. Things. Well, I guess actually now this is putting mu- what I thought the breeders were into uh, confusion because I thought they were together the whole time. But this is saying this was the first appearance of Kelly on here. Hmm. So maybe it was Kim and a band, and then Kelly jumped in in the middle, right? So forth. Hmm. Someone, someone, let me know. Someone uh, flame us on the internet, <laughs> right? That's what people do. Sure. 
another, I think, I'm picking like the ones I think are going to be big. Okay. And this is definitely one of them. Typo negative, bloody kisses. Fuck yes. You didn't know about this one, did no, you? Ah, we got him. I'm so fucking excited. We got him. Somebody hit the button. Oh. <laughs> Put a sound effect there. All right, cool. I hope it's like a bike horn, like hee haw, just like a backfiring truck. So it's typo negative. Farts. Bloody kisses expanded edition. Yes, their third album released originally in '93. It's the last recording to feature the band's original lineup. Really? And uh, yeah, that's what the notes say. Hmm. Not only is there that typo negative release. Oh, fucking! Calm down. Okay, sorry. The second one is a seven inch. Okay. And it's a side-by-side release. Oh. So it's I Don't Want to Be Me as performed by Typo and then Trivium on the B-side. Oh, I was really hoping it was going to be Cinnamon Girl. <laughs> I didn't know they did Cinnamon Girl. Yeah. They hmm. did a cover of Cinnamon Girl. and that's oh, That'd be cool. Still like it. Billy. Billy. Get on it. Come on. You got to pull on these things, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Another one that's coming out is The Catherine Wheel. They uh, are putting out an LP of, like, cats and dogs. It's a compilation album. Uh, It was released originally in 1996 and has alternate versions of a couple songs, uh, outtakes, and B-sides from the band's career, uh, including covers of Pink Floyd and Rush. And it's going to be on Purple Wax. That one's for the indie kids. Yeah. that's for. I I feel like that will be a uh, Brian Kendrick pick, a BKP. Yeah, probably. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, should we jump to the Julia Delano Roosevelt piece? For sure. All right. Literally. The internet is going to fucking lose its mind about this. Oh, God. I'm ready. It's Weezer, and it's the Africa cover on a shaped pick disc, just like the original Toto piece. This is going to be the one for Black Friday. It's going to be fucking huge. Holy fuck. Uh, So it's a die cut. 7 inch or 12 inch it's sort of a weird size depending on how you want to look at it but it's of Africa and it of course is the single Africa and it has Rosanna on the B side Toto's or Weezer also doing Rosanna Weezer also doing Rosanna so it's just it's a straight up Weezer cover of the Toto shaped 7 inch okay pick disc whatever the fuck you want to call it sure so that's going to be big that is going to be the big... The, it's going to break the internet. Holy shit. The one that they did were the Toto versions that they released, whatever that was, uh, a couple record store days back, was fucking gangbusters. So huge. And everybody shit on me about how many copies of that I ordered, <laughs> too. All right. Another one that's coming out uh, for you classic rock fans, Eric Clapton is putting out Happy Xmas. Uh, it's going to be a 12-inch vinyl with two brand new tracks that were not available on Eric's new Christmas album, Happy Xmas. I'm calling it Xmas. I don't know if he calls it Happy Christmas. I'm just going with what I you know what I like to say. Uh, and this is the first time Eric has ever released holiday music in his 55-year career. Really? And it's a die-cut LP. Like, ever. There's no... There's no Clapton Christmas that's until like now. That's I can think of. Huh. Yeah. Do they even know it's Christmas? Uh, <laughs> wasn't he on that? I don't know. Might have been. There was a fucking everybody was on that. I think you're thinking of We Are the World. No, but everybody know was on We Are. Do they know it's Christmas too? Was it the same? Was it like the same session? I don't think so, but I think it was like the same idea. Right. Okay. Do you know that We Are the World raised sixty three million dollars? Holy fuck! One song. One song. Sixty three million dollars for whatever the specific cause Charity. it was. Yeah. 
Uh, I just watched the Quincy Jones documentary mm-hmm. on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's called Quincy. Really fucking good if you haven't seen it yet. And his, of course, Quincy produced it. Mm-hmm. And uh, he produced the We Are the World. And goddamn, just so many things that guy touched. It's amazing. Yeah. Really amazing. And that was one of the numbers that was uh, thrown out there in the movie. Wow. That's huge. Yeah. In 1985, uh, right. yeah. seven, something yeah. like that. I watched a, a documentary about the recording of uh, Michael Jackson's Thriller, which he, of course, produced. Yeah. And it was a similar thing, which is like, Quincy Jones is just, he's a fucking badass. They're yeah, t- like, it's hard to believe how many things he touched from like Cannonball Adderley, sort of like, you know, like the 50s bebop era of jazz, mm-hmm. late 50s, all the way into the 2000s. It's sure. incredible. And not just that, but his, like, dedication to music and to sound. And, like, uh, apparently when they went in to record Thriller, he had a meeting with the engineers ahead of time, and he said something to the effect of, like, I want this to be the best-sounding record yeah. ever recorded. And, like, I can't remember what he called them now, but he called – basically it was, like, his version of the Hitmen. Right. He, like, called them in. It was just these random people who had never, like, played together really. He just – People he'd played with throughout his career, mm-hmm. and uh, they're the ones that ended up being the musicians on the record. Yeah, wild. And there was this great line, and he was talking about like he broke into film scoring in the early and mid '60s, mm-hmm. which it was like, can a black man uh, score a film and like all this <laughs> stupid shit? And so of course he did, and he was fucking huge. Right. And uh, somebody said like, you were doing so much, like how how'd you do it all? And he's like. I used to have this saying back then, if I don't take it, they're going to give it to Mancini. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was fucking great. All right, back to the list, back to the list. Uh, This one I'm excited for, a little blues for you. Mm. Rory Buchanan, live at the Town Hall, 1974. It's a 3LP, quote, Telecaster Blonde vinyl pressing, so I assume like, you know. Color of maple. Wood colored, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So... It's him at Town Hall. Of course, Roy didn't last too long, but uh, <laughs> I'm not sure that's the way to put it. But <laughs> Goddamn. He was a great guitar player, and there's some cool shit on this release. I'm excited for it. It's just going to be a great, great little jammer of a blues record. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one that I think is going to be a big one. This is for all you jazz heads. John Coltrane. Mm-hmm. Selects from both directions at once. Uh, this is going to be on a 12-inch orange LP. March 6, 1963. Coltrane and his classic quartet. McCoy Tyner, Jimmy Garrison, and Elvin Jones recorded an entire studio album. Uh, it was finally released 55 late, uh, years later this past June. And to commemorate the uh, event... They're releasing a collectible 12-inch die-cut single, which features two distinctive triangular die-cuts cut directly into the vinyl. Yeah, because it's like, if you look at the record, it had the, like, the forward and back play buttons on yeah. it, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm going to go Chris Cornell. Ooh. So, of course, another untimely death. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Uh, so this is When Bad Does Good, 7-inch, on a black and white marble 7-inch. And I actually had the good fortune to hear this song a couple months ago. Basically, he died. Someone in his estate started going through his stuff, basically. And this was a song that was on his laptop 
that was just unreleased that he had recorded. And so wow. they're putting it out. And uh, I went to this thing called Summer Camp for record stores this year. And at that, the guy from the label played us the song. And it was like sort of like this haunting moment. Cool. It's, you know, it's that classic Cornell, like power and rawness. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another one that's coming out is uh, a new one from. Czarface, or as you might know them, Czarface, because we can't pronounce things. Uh, it's Dog Days of Tomorrow. It's a seven-inch with a comic book. If you don't know who Czarface is, uh, Czarface is Boston 7L and Esoteric, and of course, the iconic Inspected Deck of Wu-Tang. Uh, so this is a seven-inch that is going to be coming out uh, with a an entire comic book to as a companion piece to the release. It's got new music on it. It's got Ghostface Killer on it. And it's a little teaser for an upcoming release that they're going to be putting out later on. Ooh. So a cool piece for you hip-hop heads. I guess another gherkin pig. Probably. I just probably. default to him when it's yeah. hip-hop. I'm going to go with the Kelly Clark pieces. Ooh, is it Prince? Nope, it's not actually. Oh! It's not one, but two Dave Matthews 4LP box sets. So wow. there's Dave Matthews and Tim Reynolds live at Trax Prism Coffee House. Uh, and then that's one that's going to be on white vinyl. And it comes with a extra 7-inch. And then there is Dave Matthews Band live tracks Charlottesville, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Uh, 222.94. So a little... Little mm-hmm. pre, little mm-hmm. pre. That one also is a four LP box set. Uh, both of these are limited to a thousand copies each. And if you, it's been like a year. They didn't do one last year for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But historically, all the record store days past and Black Fridays, there have been a Dave Matthews four LP box set. They fucking sell out. So this is going to be one to line up for people. That's right. J nine, I'm looking at you. I think we're just giving shout outs to yeah, people. Yeah, people who aren't going to listen. Yeah, the internet, like, <laughs> doesn't give a shit about any of these nope. people. Nope. Okay. Another one that's coming out uh, Dead Kennedys. Oh, you just stole this one from me. Iguana Studios Rehearsal Sessions. Uh, this is the first new Dead Kennedys release in about 13 years. And don't worry, it is classic lineup Jello, East Bay Ray, Klaus, Ted, and 6206. 025. Uh, this is just a collection of rehearsal tapes and demos back from all the way in 1978. The year that my parents. I guess they're probably already doing it. But I was born in 79. Yeah, that's maybe a couple of months later, mm-hmm. depending on the chronology here. But anyway, it's got early cuts of holiday in Cambodia and California Uber Alice uh, and the classic lineup. So for you DK fans, it's on Manifesto Records. If you're one of those. Um, purists who only buy stuff on uh, Jello's label. This might not be for you, but if you just like old Dead Kennedy shit, and you just want to hear the band do the damn thing, there it is. This is it. Keeping it in the jam world, it wouldn't be a record store day without a Grateful Dead piece. So the with pick, the with pick of the list, it's Grateful Dead, playing in the band Seattle, Washington, 5-21-1974. So this is recorded live at the Heck Edmondson Pavilion, uh, and this I thought was worth reading. It is the longest recorded Grateful Dead song ever. Whoa. So it clocks in at over 46 minutes long. Wow. 
and played through the infamous Wall of Sound, which yep. is like this crazy engineer's speaker setup that he had. Yeah. So a 46-minute long track <laughs> from The Grateful Dead. It's going to be on one LP. Okay. So it's one right. LP. So it's split across both sides of the LP. But So basically it's a single, <laughs> but it's one 46-minute song. Beat that, Dead Empires. Uh, also coming out is uh, another one from Dr. Octagon. Dr. Octagon, uh, of course, uh, who I grew up listening to uh, in my uh, youthful days of my early 20s. Uh, they put out a new record called Moose Bumps uh, earlier last year with a companion record store day piece. That was a variant version of it. And now they're putting out an LP that is a bunch of remixes of Moose Bumps. So if you like Dr. Octagon and you want more tunes and some interesting interpretations of a bunch of the songs that they released on that, here's uh, another chance for you. Uh, let's see. For me, there's a 7-inch coming out from Green River and the U-Men, a split 7-inch. So it's Away in a Manger and Blue Christmas, 7-inch. Of course, the U-Men being members of Pearl Jam and Mudhoney before they went on to form those bands. Isn't that what Green River is? Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. <laughs> Sorry, I buried the lead. Go ahead. Okay. We'll, we'll pretend that didn't happen. Go. So, oh, you fucked me up. <laughs> <laughs> it's Pearl Jam. It's a Pearl Jam slash Mudhoney release. It's Green River. They were around uh, before everything happened. It was pretty much just native to Seattle. And uh, it's them doing some Christmas tunes, so why not? Wow. So I'm looking at this list for the first time, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's only my it. second time looking. There's a lot of cool stuff, and I'm learning a lot at, uh, at at all this stuff. So, like, one, this might not be a huge one, but there's a lot of interesting shit here happening in this one. Grave Diggers, six feet deep. It's a pick disc. It's a 12-inch double pick disc so grave diggers of course uh if you listen to early 2000s hip-hop you'll know uh was a side project of the rizza from wu-tang clan but i'm just learning here in this uh reading of it uh the mastermind of group the mastermind of the group also known as the undertaker is better known as prince paul hmm. the other members of course are rizza of the wu-tang clan as the resurrector i guess that one's pretty straightforward yeah, yeah. and the grim reaper who is uh Wait, now I'm all fucked up. The Grim Reaper, who's poetic, and the Gatekeeper. Oh, right, not the Undertaker. The Gatekeeper, and it's the first time this is going to be on vinyl. I didn't realize that's who was in this band this whole time. Uh, me that's, either. That's fucking red. Oh, well, you got me. Now I'm interested. See? That's why we do this. <laughs> we all learn. Are you listening, Internet? <laughs> and uh, I think you've been holding out on me. Me? Yeah, you. I thought you would have picked this one up sooner. I'm trying to save some for you, you know. I, no, you know this. You this is most definitely not for me. Okay, but it is most definitely for you. Uh, okay, insane clown posse. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't get there yet. I'm still an F. <laughs> the amazing Jekyll Brothers. Oh, on LP. It's a two LP red vinyl. I think it's two LP. Yeah, two LP red vinyl with variant covers for each Jekyll brother. Let that sink in. So wait, so it's a it's two separate LPs being sold individually of the two Joker's cards. Well, it's a two LP set. It's the it's the Amazing Jekyll Brothers LP, but they're variant covers, so you get one for each 
uh, Jekyll brother. Well, you have to explain more you of this. Will, to you. um, I'm a you'll lost. know that the, the Jekyll brothers. Um, it was like a it was like a double album, and there was one for each. There was an album for each guy. Mm-hmm. So I guess it could be packages. So it's like two separate jackets and two separate LPs, as sold as one thing, for, and they each have their own cover because they each had their own. Joker's card. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I would dropkick Fred Durst to get one of those. <laughs> I bet you would. <laughs> Not just on vinyl for the very first time, but pressed on transparent red wax and wax and housed in two variant covers featuring each of the two iconic Jekyll Brothers from the original artwork. Cool. So take that to mean what it means. I do kind of, uh, I do kind of enjoy that uh, Insane Clown Posse is putting their shit out on vinyl. Yeah. Why shouldn't it be on vinyl, honestly? Exactly. And last year's was a Great Malenko. I guess I haven't been keeping track. Have they been doing them in order? Like, have they been cr- doing the chronology of releases, or are they just kind of jumping around? I'm not sure. Yeah. It's been, what, three, two or three now, at least. Because I can think of two that I haven't seen so far that uh, would have come out before this. Hmm. Anyway. I'll find that out, and I'll let the Juggalos know. Uh, I just learned something. Oh, my I own. wanted to know what this one was. I didn't know what it was. What? Huncho Jack. Okay. I've no, I didn't have any fucking idea what that was. So if Girk were here, he probably would have slapped me. But, <laughs> so this is the collaborative project from Quavo, who apparently is Migos. Okay. And Travis Scott, who huh. just released an album. Huh. It's been pretty fucking huge this year. So it's Travis Scott and Migos, and the group is Huncho Jack. And it's a... Uh, I don't know. It keeps cutting off. The uh, let's see, first time anywhere fans can purchase a physical copy. So this is the first time in any physical format. Mm. And this is what actually caught my eye because I saw the bottom of the snatch at first. It says that it features artwork by Ralph Steadman, who of course did all the Hunter S. Thompson art. So sure, that's pretty fucking sweet. That is pretty sweet. Oh man, there's a lot. Holy shit. Oh man, you feel like it's such a it's a smaller list than April Records today, but. There's a lot here. There's a lot, man. Holy shit, just looking at this thing. We could literally just read every title, but yeah, you could also do like that. In. Jerry Garcia, Joan Jett, Jimi Hendrix, Robert Johnson, The Joy Formidable. <laughs> That's my best <laughs> French <laughs> accent I could do. I'm not good at accents. Judas Priest. Rockarola, first album. That's right. It's their debut, and it's going to be out on 180 gram with an embossed sleeve on Coke bottle vinyl. No, no, no. Cola bottle. Sorry, my bad. Sorry. I thought that was actually pretty silly that they wrote it like that. Well, it's keeping with, you know, it's like they're not band-aids, they're bandages, That's you know. Right. Oh, I thought of another one of those uh, last night, for, randomly. Popsicle. Is it's it? actually a brand. It's, you know, because everywhere else you see it is Ice Pop or something like that. Really? So, yeah. I just It just occurred, I was watching Food Network last night, I was like, why do they say Ice Pop? And then I realized it's Popsicle's a fucking brand. Oh, okay. Good to know. Uh, another one's coming out. Kids Bop. It's a Kids Bop Christmas. It's for the kids. The kiddos. It's perfect for Record Store Day 2018, right before Christmas. You can get Kids Bop. It's got 25 holiday favorites sung by some kids, for some kids. Yeah. By some kids. Uh, it's going to be in a double LP, green disc. Uh, one's going to be a green disc, one's going to be a red disc. Your kids can trash it and, uh... It'll get destroyed. You can let this be the first album that you let your little kids destroy. Yeah, rather than your own. Exactly. Oh, it's yeah. So wait, two Christmas albums. Two Christmases! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not divorced yet. 
you don't have a child either. So. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. What was your yeah. child's name? We just named him, right? Uh, Humphrey. Oh, Charles Brukowski. <laughs> That's what it was. Uh, okay. Excited for this one. I think Girk's excited for this one. I think Brian's even on board for this Ooh. one. It's Duran Jones and the Indications. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. Live Volume 1. So, if you don't know, Duran Jones is like a modern soul fucking master mm-hmm. uh, out on Coal Mine. I don't know if this one's on Coal Mine, but his last album is on Coal Mine. Uh, so, if you like Charles Bradley, yeah. if you like Al Green, mm-hmm. you like sort of that fierce, dirty, sweaty soul, yeah. you're going to fucking love Duran Jones. So, check him out and then definitely pick this piece up. It's a sleeper. That's right. In a sort of similar vein, uh, there's one that's coming out from Ray La Montagna. I knew, I knew for a second. In fact, you're getting a La Montagna. <laughs> how do you, how do you actually pronounce his name? La Montagne. Do you? Yeah. Ray La Montagne. See, I can't even say it right. Lama Lama. Anyway, he's putting out. Uh, I picked this one because he's putting out a glow in the dark seven inch. It is, of course. The Spotify singles. Hmm. Uh, it was recorded at Soundstage Studios. It's got a bunch of live cuts, uh, including a song called Blue Canadian Rockies, originally performed by Gene Autry. So you can celebrate your love of independent record stores and Spotify. Looking. Looking. Listen. Mm-hmm. Looking is both. listening. I'll do both. Yeah. Look and listen. Look, looking up. They go hand in hand, really. There's just Spotify is just radio for today. That's it. And you know what? <laughs> they lose millions of dollars a day, and the whole record industry is bowing to them. Yeah. What does that say about it? It's crazy. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> How about a sad boy pick? Sad boys, listen up. Manchester Orchestra, the Black Mile demos. So Ooh. this is going to be six tracks on a special colored LP of demo versions from their last uh, record, A Black Mile of the Surface. So if you know me, if you know a sad boy, they probably like Manchester Orchestra. And uh, great band. I'm excited to hear what they did. This is like the last one where they did uh, Cope, and then they released Hope, which was the acoustic version. So I'm sure it'll be interesting. There's also going to be a 12-inch single from Outkast of their song, Rosa Parks. Uh, it's going to be on 140-gram vinyl. And, of course, of their classic song, Rosa Parks. Uh, celebrate this contagious hip-hop classic, still sweet as Georgia Peaches 20 years later. And <laughs> I feel like I just got touched. Yeah, sorry. That was my best Lindsey Graham. Uh, it's a 12-inch single with the original uh, original version, a radio edit, and an instrumental and acapella versions. It's just a jammer. A great song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm just happy to see Outkast putting things out again, even if they're reissues of things. Uh, Sir Paul McCartney. Ever heard of him? Hello! Let's move on. Okay. Just kidding. It's Paul McCartney. He had his first number one record in the U.S. in a long-ass time with Egypt Station. And uh, these are songs from Egypt Station, but they're coming out in a limited 7-inch. And you know what Beatles fans do? Buy everything. Mm-hmm. So don't matter that they're already out. you got to have them. It's I Don't Know, which is, of course, a Ozzy Osbourne cover. <laughs> and Come On Me, which is a take on AHA's classic, Take On Me. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> oh, it's Come On To Me. 
Not any better. Well, I like the first one. Yeah. It's Paul McCartney. Okay. Uh, also coming out, uh, a second Record Store Day piece here from Adam Sandler. Uh, you will recall he put one out for Rec... Was it Record Store Day this past year? Mm, it might have been. Mm, yeah. Okay. Uh, and there he's putting out another one. This one is What the Hell Happened to Me. Uh, it's going to be on a 2LP. Uh, it's more skits and silliness from Adam Sandler. And it features all kinds of guest stars from SNL at the time. It's a good one. It's one that I definitely laughed at a lot. So we'll see if it still holds its funny. Smashing Pumpkins, you like them? Heard of them. Heard of them? Heard of them. Well, they got a new record coming out in November. They do. It's called Shiny and Oh So Bright. Volume 1, No Past, No Future, No Sun. And, uh, Sad boys. It was produced by Rick Rubin. Wow. So if you're, if you're going, mm, I wrote them off, it was produced by Rick Rubin. That should perk your interest. And then this should perk your interest. Recorded with original members. So Billy, of course. James Eha and Jimmy Chamberlain all back in the studio together. And then on Record Store Day, there's going to be a picture disc version of it. So you can get a limited 12-inch pick dick version of this record. That's right. We should, uh, you know what we've avoided this whole time? Hmm. The various. There's always some cool comps that come out. And uh, we should talk about it because I feel like... They're easy. They easily get lost because they don't have the instant name recognition. So you're gonna just gloss right over Taste Wheezy, huh? Yes. Okay. It's fine. Okay. Actually, that's kind of a big deal. It was the first time they've been reissued on vinyl in a while. Yeah, and you're gonna totally ignore Twisted, and no, left that for you. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I didn't realize what this was until I just saw it. I saw Paul Williams, and I saw Saul Williams right afterwards. I was like, well, that's funny. Then I read what Paul Williams was. Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. People fucking love that movie. <laughs> you, you laugh, but like... So that, another goddamn Christmas title. That's right. Three. Well, it's it's Black Friday, so there's a bunch of Christmas-themed things. That has not been the thing. Yeah, it has. Oh, shit. Uh, it's Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. People love that fucking movie. People love Jim Henson. I guarantee you this is on Rhea's list. Guarantee it. Hands down. It's Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. I know I've said that four times now. <laughs> But when I worked at FYE, we could not keep that shit in stock every Christmas. Like, that DVD, that DVD flew out the door every year. So it's going to be a good one. Uh, another one that's coming out that's another Christmas piece is there's going to be one uh, that's called the Christmas Collection. Uh, it's going to be a 12-inch with swinging festive classics uh, from the Prestige, Contemporary, and Debut Vaults. It's got tracks from Dexter Gordon, Eddie Lockjaw Davis, Bobby Timmons, Don Patterson, uh, Red Garland, not to be confused with Judy Garland. Oh, shit. Remastered from the original tapes and on red vinyl. It's more Christmas shit. I don't know. I just found one and I was like, oh, I'll read this. And then I realized what it was. Hmm. And I have uh, used to have this on CD. I probably still do somewhere. Stay Awake. Various interpretations of music from vintage Disney films. Hmm. So if you don't know what this is, it's a bunch of cool artists doing their own interpretations of Disney songs. And that includes multiple tracks from Tom Waits doing Tom Waits-style Disney songs. That alone is worth the price of admission to me. 
So you've got Tom Waits, Natalie Merchant, Bonnie Raitt, Los Lobos, uh, Garth Hudson from the band, a bunch of other people doing some weird Disney shit. So I think that's going to be a fun one. I, that's on my list now. Uh, one that came out this past record today that I missed was the Porno Sonic soundtrack from uh, Ron Jeremy, which was a bunch oh, yeah. of tunes taken from 70s porno films. This time we got something kind of similar called Something Weird Greatest Hits. Oh, not what I thought you were going to say. Oh. Uh, Something Weird Video was founded in 1990 by Mike Vrainy in Seattle, Washington. Uh, he was inspired by his teenage job as a theater projectionist. His love for obscure films that never made it to video prompted him to transfer hundreds of ancient reels of film to VHS and DVD. They specialize in exploitation, sexploitation films of the 30s through the 70s, and they're iconic purveyors of the lost and the strange. So they partnered with Modern Vision to bring you two LPs on colored wax of the greatest songs and sound bites from their voluminous catalog of filth and general grindhouse fodder. It's going to be some weird shit. That sounds fun. Yeah. Well, you mentioned porn, so I thought that you were going to pick this one. Uh, Fritz the Cat original soundtrack. Nope. I don't know this one. You know Fritz the Cat? I don't. You know Fritz the Cat. Do I know Fritz the Cat? You, you're older than me. You know Fritz the Cat. That means nothing. Yes, it does. Okay. You know your vintage porn kitties. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's a pick disc of the soundtrack to the 1972 X-rated animated film. Never heard Fritz of Fritz the Cat. Nope, never heard of it. Really? Yep. No, hold on. I'm going to Google image Fritz the Cat. And you're okay. Gonna, you're going to recognize Fritz the Cat. Okay, while you're Googling that, should I talk about how the Wombats are putting out a special 10th anniversary of their self-titled release, The Wombats? You should. Should we talk about uh, that the zombies are putting out Odyssey and the Oracle on a picture disc? Is that uh, is that our crumb art? It might be. I don't know. Nope, never heard of it. Okay. So apparently uh, there's some video from the 70s of cartoon cats. Fucking. Fucking? Yep. Okay. Never heard of it. Fritz the Cat. Okay. There's going to be a reissue of Frank Zappa. We're only in it for the money on a pick disc. A lot of pick discs this year. Yeah. So this is a 50th anniversary. Holy shit. Uh, of the album in mono. So that's cool. You never see a pick disc in mono. I never thought about that before. Hmm. Hmm. Indeed. Hmm. How about something else? Uh, <laughs> a little thing that got started last year and has been expanded on. So the day after Black Friday is Small Business Saturday. Uh, and, of course, that happens on Saturday. <laughs> and so last year was the first time they put out a release only available on Small Business Saturday. And that was Dr. Dog, if I remember correctly. Dawes? Or was it Dawes? I think it was Dawes. Okay. I'm confusing Dr. I'm Dr. Dawes. That's what it was. <laughs> so this year they've expanded on that. And there are going to be four releases on Small Business Saturday this year. So... It's uh, it's another reason for you to come out two days in a row. Why the fuck not? Also important note, Dark Side Records here, we do different sales on Black Friday and Small Business Saturday. That's Why? right. Because we want you to come back. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, one thing we also didn't really mention is that, uh, of course, on Black Friday, same as Record Store Day, uh, we do an extensive store-wide sale. We're going to have a bunch of giveaways. We're going to have all kinds of stuff for you. And exactly like he said. We'll do the same thing again on Saturday. <laughs> the same thing, but different. <laughs> Small biz set. So there'll be stuff for everyone both days. Saturday, also no line. You could just show up. That's true. Show up at 10 a.m. Just come hang out. Uh, we'll be hungover. So the first one, Tony Bennett, Diana Krall. 
fascinating rhythm 10 inch uh so that again is only available on small business saturday so it's tony bennett going back to some classics with diana of course married to elvis costello we've got a ben folds seven inch Mm -hmm. mr peepers uh it's a song steeped in political satire and it was written and recorded by Ben Folds for a project in conjunction with the Washington Post Sunday Magazine. Hmm. The Post approached Ford Folds, excuse me, to write a song that spotlights the art of storytelling, and he chose to focus with research assistance from a Post political writer on a character currently in the news, <coughs> FBI Deputy Director Rod Rosenstein. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also going to be a release from Kid Doe. Kid Doe's, of course, John Doe from the band X and Particle Kid. Uh, Who I saw. Really? Yeah. Willie Nelson's son. Oh, it does say that right here. Yeah. Willie Nelson's. Yeah, okay. Yeah, is Micah or Mika Nelson is Particle Kid. Cool. And uh, he played for us in the hotel. And, like, I guess he just grew up hanging out with Neil Young, which he mentioned. And he has, like, such a Neil Young guitar style. It's fucking sweet. Cool. Well, they're putting out a uh, gold 45 RPM 12-inch. Uh, and last but not least, of course, there's going to be an Ingrid Michelson, another Christmas one. The Aaron pick. Oh, the Air Bear pick. She loves Ingrid Michelson. Oh. Well, she's putting out Happy, Happy Christmas. <laughs> happy, happy, joy, joy. <laughs> <laughs> so if you like Christmas shit and or Ingrid Michelson and or Aaron, you guys can fight over this one. I think that's... Uh... That's a pretty good dose of what's going on. Oh, my God. Yeah. But and there's so much more. There's so much more. There's titles from The Flaming Lips. Devo. Violent Femmes. Falco, for some reason. <laughs> the Flaming Groovies. Too Short. Garbage. Toad the Wet Sprocket. The Germs. Matthew Sweet. Guns and Roses. Talking Heads. Herbie Hancock. Sun Ra. Hosier. Hosier. The Smithereens. Iggy Pop. Hoosiers. Uh, Blind Lemon Jefferson. Sting and Shaggy. Etta Jones. Shaggy and Sting. <laughs> Lake Street Dive. Staggy. Mm, Madonna. Uh, shig? Shig? Jig is up. I'm just, okay. Tom Morello. Jim Morrison, an American Prayer. Royce to 5-9. Harry Nilsson. Todd Rundgren. Pride, which is another David Axelrod piece. Keith Richards and, separately, the Rolling Stones. The Ramones. And so many more. Yeah. So go to our website, darksiderecords.com. Look at the whole list. Yacht.com. And uh, let us know what you're interested in. Please. Uh, uh, we're going to be uh, posting this on Facebook. Head over to Facebook. Leave comments on the post about this podcast episode. Let us know what you're excited about, man. We want to know. Uh, we're going to try to get in just about everything for you. But uh, you tell us. Let us know what the cool thing is going to be. Give it to me. Besides Weezer. Yeah, we, we got you. We know about Weezer. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, otherwise, as always, we open at 9 a.m. on Black Friday. Uh, we'll be here. We'll have some coffee and some food and some snacks and some heat. Some gooch. Because it'll probably be cold. Yep. There's going to be so much gooch. Who knows if it's going to be cold? You can never fucking tell anymore. That's true. It was 80 yesterday and 63 today. That's right. So we'll be back. Thank you for listening. As always, if you enjoy this podcast, head over to the Apple Podcast Store. I think it has changed names. It is no longer the iTunes Store. I think it's not the Apple Podcast. Yeah, because they're going to dissolve iTunes away. Oh, man, really? Yeah. Oh. 
Interesting. I mean, this is a speculation, but okay. it's all thing. We'll talk about it next time. Okay. Industry talk. Okay. Industry. That'll be next episode. New Indu- segment. Industry talk. Um, Somebody want to sponsor this podcast? <laughs> let us know. This is quality content. That's right. That we will mention your business about. That's right. Leave us a nice review. Uh, you know, I don't want to tell you how many stars. Let's say twenty-three. Your call. <laughs> Five and nothing less. That's right. As always, give us a follow on Facebook. Head over to our website. Download our app. We got a free app that you could download. You could shop while you're pooping right from the app. We'll ship things to you. You literally never have to leave the toilet. Nope. All you do is eat and shit and order music. <laughs> That's fine. I don't judge your life. It's all good. You do you. We're going to wrap this one here with that. Um, thank you for listening. We'll be back again uh, in a couple weeks. We'll do a, a Black Friday podcast. And then we got a couple more coming up for the rest of the year. We're going to do our top picks of the year. Get your lists ready because we want to know what you loved in 2018. Check them twice. That's right. That all being said, uh, so I'm JB. I'm JJ. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the bins. See you in the bin. I don't think that was a thing last time we did it either. Oh, uh, Let's try it. All right. I'm JJ. No, I'm JB. <laughs> And I'm JB. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the bins. All right.